Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's a J-M-I-E, your 738,965th favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And I just want to say that today's episode has been the most difficult episode I've ever had to deal with. And the only reason why is because this is the third time I am recording this episode. Three times for a movie review. I don't know what it was about this. I've got files that have been corrupted. The audio was just terrible to the point to where I could not edit it myself. And I, it, sending out somebody would just been too much. I don't know what has been going on with this episode. It's like the world's against me to try and get this episode done. I understand. But I am recorded it again. And here we go. Uh, before I get into it, I just want to say this. I want to wish uh, Kevin Smith... Again, a uh, happy recovery. He's doing well. Um, thank you to everybody who ha- who gave me any kind of love and supported me for the last podcast when I kind of went off the rails a little bit on people um, hating on Chris Pratt and everybody for wishing him prayers and a speedy recovery. You know, it, it meant a lot that he had a lot of fans, and it's weird that I'm saying that I'm thanking people for being his fans, but I shows that I was not the only one out there, and that people actually agreed with what I said, so thank you all for that. Um, but today's episode, we're going to Wakanda. That's right, I'm going to be talking about Black Panther, my thoughts, my visions, what I thought seen, what I didn't like, what I really liked. So let's just jump into it and scream Wakanda forever as we jump into the Black Panther movie. Now, this movie made all the monies it made all the monies in the in the world uh, i mean it, it's just it's doing astronomical numbers and there's there's reasons behind it um, a the fact that this movie is the majority cast is black driven and i know that people are going to take what i'm saying here the wrong way and i if you do just know i mean no ill will here there, what I mean when I say that is because I know a lot of friends of mine who are black who went and saw this movie and know nothing about Marvel. They don't care about superheroes. They went and saw it because it was a black superhero movie. And people are screaming that this is the first black superhero movie. And you are wrong, my friends. I want to remind you of a few movies. Um, a, did you ever hear of a movie called Blade that spawned a trilogy? That was Marvel, and it was the first time a black superhero was gone. Now, granted, they were R-rated, and people want to say, well, that's a vampire. That's not a superhero. Black Panther's not a superhero, if you go by that term. He's a guy who kind of takes steroids. You know, he takes a plant, and he be- gets powers from it. Agility, and speed, and strength, and all this other stuff. Not hating, I'm just saying. Um, but besides Blade, did you ever hear of Meteor Man? Yeah, that's right, I said it. What about Blank Man? Yeah, I said it. Now, granted, those were comedies. Those weren't really superheroes. And I, I'm I'm kind of joking when I say that because it, it's funny to say. I love saying that because people get this look like, oh, oh, my God, how could you bring up these two movies? And to me, it's just funny. You know, I enjoyed them. They're bad. But what about Disney? Disney did an original movie, and I the name slips me right now, and I can't believe it's not in my notes, but about a all-black superhero family. 
You know, they, what about that? Did they get no love? But I will say this. On top of everything, Black Panther is the first time um, that I know of that they took a superhero movie seriously. It is a big budget black superhero movie and something you can bring all the kids to see. Blade, you might not want to bring your six or seven year old to see Blade and I would completely understand that. The movie for what it is and people are screaming that this is the best Marvel movie ever made and and all this blah 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 blah. The movie is good. This movie is not the best Marvel movie. I'm sorry. Now, if you are a fan of Black Panther, if you've been a fan for a while, I see where you're coming from. And I know that it's it's something when you see something that you've wanted for so long on the big screen, it is just a a moment that, that makes you scream with joy. I got it in 2015 when Deadpool came out. Somebody, I love the character, and it's finally seen on the big screen, and I went and saw it so many times, and it another movie that made all the monies. And yes, right, I said the monies, but it made all the money. And so I, I know that feeling when you're a big fan of something and you finally get to see it come to life. And I also get, the again, the cultural impact that it had because this movie is deals with issues in, in the black community. It deals with Africa, which is something you don't see that often, and giving power to the, the people of Africa. You're making them a, a nation that is just in, entirely strong in Wakanda. And also it... And also, besides just doing that, it it does the it, this movie takes you places that and shows you things that you didn't never you never thought you'd see. You see a spaceship, and okay. Before I get into this, I will say this: um, I'm going to be spoiling some of this movie. So before I get into any of that, let me just give you my opinions on it, and then when I go into doing a spoiler, I will actually say spoiler alert. Uh, but. If it slips, I'm sorry. So I'm just going to go on a second now. There will be spoilers in this episode. I'm going to try to wait till the, towards the end to do it, but there will be spoilers in this episode for Black Panther. First off, getting back to when people saying this is the best Marvel movie ever made. This is not the best Marvel movie. The first Avengers was better. Guardians of the Galaxy was better. Thor Ragnarok was better. Captain America Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War were better. There are much better Marvel movies than this one. Not to say this is a bad movie, because Marvel doesn't do bad movies. They have yet to do a movie that is not a good movie. This movie was incredible. It, Ryan Coogler did a great job visually. When you see the landscape of Wakanda, it is amazing. From the technology, to the fight scenes, to the African the African culture, the, the clothing... All the stuff like that. I don't know how close it is. I'm sure it is close. I'm not from Africa. I just know what I've seen on documentaries and TV shows and stuff like that. Never been. But from what I've seen, it looks close. And it is, again, visually stunning. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. Ryan Cougar did an amazing job of shooting this and making you feel like this is a real place. To the point to where people were actually trying to book planes to go to Wakanda. Now, you aren't that intelligent if you think Wakanda is a real place. This is not a real place. But the fact that they made it seem so great and so so real is an incredible thing to do. And they pulled that off. Uh, secondly, the acting in this movie is so damn good 
Now, there are some actors, I'm not going to try to say their names because I, I just can't. And But the, the main one I'm going to talk about is uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan does an incredible job in this movie. He is, he's got so much swagger and so much chops. He steals every scene that he is in. There are two actors that anytime they're on the screen, they are just the focal point of the movie. That is Michael B. Jordan, who plays Killmonger, and that is the actress, and I apologize for not saying her name, that played Suri, Princess Princess Suri, which is uh, Chadwick Boseman's character, the Black Panther's uh, sister, the Princess of Wakanda. Those two right there steal the scene every time they're in it, to the point to where this movie is strange because when you go to see an Iron Man movie Iron Man is the focal point of that movie he is the one that's out front he is the one they put all the emphasis on no matter what his villain is no matter who is on screen with him he takes the cake all the other ones did this for this Black Panther to me it seemed like Black Panther was the least interesting character Chadwick Boseman didn't do a bad job he's a great actor it just seemed like he was a secondary character here. and Because Michael B. Jordan murdered it. Michael B. Jordan stole the scene every time he was in it. To the point to where I kind of wanted to see Michael B. Jordan be Black Panther instead. He, he just he had that appeal. And it was it was amazing the way he, he portrayed everything. He was a badass. His, his portrayal of Killmonger, the way he was doing it, he is probably one of the top three best Marvel villains ever. That has been on screen. I mean, that's just that's just true. There's no nothing you can say that's going to deter me. He did such a great job, and he is one of the guys that, when he goes into this, you're thinking he's the bad guy and you're against him. Then you find out why he's doing what he's doing, and you think he's a bad guy who's doing it for the good for a good reason. And so you you kind of feel for him, and you're sympathetic for him, and then right again you get to realize that he's letting it go to his head, and he's taking it a wrong way it's an amazing story arc right there an amazing story arc of seeing a guy go from being someone you hate to someone you sympathize with and you actually like to being someone that you're realizing is taking it too far and you don't like him again incredible incredible writing incredible job by michael b jordan and then suri the princess of wakanda the one who makes all the black panthers spoiler alert makes all of his his stuff she makes his his suit, all of his tech. She is considered one of the smartest people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's just fun. She's fun. She's energetic. She's a teen girl. She gets jokes in this movie. She's, you know, she's like a, the comic relief of this movie, but she's also kick-ass in what she does. She brings an innocence to the role, yet a, a fun, joyous role there. To the point, to, to the what are those... Uh, joke she spits to her basically videotaping him a uh, videotaping Black Panther doing stuff to put on the internet it's it's she she steals the scene whenever she's in it and she's an incredible job and I'm gonna make a prediction here um, we all know that the Avengers people are going to in Avengers Infinity War and the fourth one people are we're gonna lose some some of our superheroes. The main one everybody's saying is probably going to be true is going to be Iron Man. We, I, you know, I, it's getting to the point to where Iron Man and them are getting too expensive. They're going to have to, 
You know, they can recast, they can redo all that, but I think they're going to go away to try to see if they can do it without it. And I'm making a, a giant leap here in saying that Siri becomes Iron Man. Um, the reason I say that is because in the comic books, Marvel has made Iron Man, uh, Riri became Ironheart. Riri is a 14-year-old girl who becomes Iron Man. She cha- She becomes Ironheart. And she is supposed to be the smartest person in the Marvel Universe at 14, 15 years old. Now, I see Suri could easily be called down to what they're calling her Riri. And she's about the same, you know, would be, she's a little bit older, but she has that look, an African-American young girl. There we go right there. She is a tech genius and one of the smartest people. So, I think that's what they're going to head to do. Now, there, there are a few questions when it comes to her. A... Why is a 14-year-old girl the one who has all this knowledge? Where did she get this? And there are geniuses out there. I understand that. But it makes you wonder how she got this role. How did she become the smartest person in Wakanda to where she's making all the tech from the vibranium? I, I just I, They never really explain that. And they don't really talk about it. She's, we're just there to believe it. And that's fine because, again, she does such an amazing job that I just didn't care. Uh, there are a few scenes, and this is going to be spoiler, where I go into spoilers a little bit, that, that stuff you haven't seen that was just an amazing, amazing thing that I would have never thought of to do. One was at the beginning of the movie going in to Compton and seeing a spaceship, seeing a Wakandan ship in Compton when T'Chaka, um, T'Challa's father that dies in Civil War, to see him as a younger version, which was cool because it was actually his son that played him as a younger version in the early 90s. And he goes in talking to a his brother, who's a Wakanda prince, and ends up, his brother's the one that helped Claw get the vibranium out of Wakanda before. And they have an argument, and he tells him to go home. And basically, things happen, and he ends up killing his brother. T'Chaka ends up killing his brother there in Compton. And it ends up being, spoiler alert again, Michael B. Jordan's father. Killmonger is the cousin of T'Challa, of the Black Panther. And this comes into play that he has rights to the throne. And a kid dealing with his father's death, realizing that the place that his father was going to take him has left him there. You know, I mean, he didn't... This whole movie could have been avoided if T'Chaka would have just took his, uh, his nephew with him. Killmonger would have never become this this killing machine and and tried his best to break into Wakanda. He'd have never set up Claw. He'd have never went in, challenged T'Challa, and they would have he would have never subsequently had to die. Yes, again, spoiler alert. That is another issue I had with this movie is the fact that they kill two big villains in this movie. Killmonger was a great villain, and I love the character. Him dying, though, you understand it. When you see the movie, you understand where it goes, how it happens, and it's kind of a it's kind of a full circle when it comes to T'Challa and Killmonger. It's kind of full circle from T'Chaka and his brother, but they kill Claw. Ulysses S. Claw dies in this. I don't really know why. He's such a big part of Black Panther. Lore, and I'm not a a huge Black Panther fan. Like I, I was never huge into the comic books, but I know Claw, and I know how much how an integral a role he is 
to the Black Panther mythos, I don't understand killing him off this early. And the fact that Andy Serkis did an amazing job, it seemed like he was having so much fun on the set because he's doing chokes and he's Andy Serkis is a is a he's he's an underrated actor. He really is. I mean, he usually does motion capture work, and you've seen him in a lot of movies. You might not have even known it was him. He played King Kong in Peter Jackson's King Kong. He played um, Gollum in Lord of the Rings. He played Caesar in Planet of the Apes. He does a lot of motion capture, and he did Snoke. He was General Leader Snoke in the latest Star Wars movies. He does, you know, he, he's a good actor that... When they gave him this role, he seemed like he was having fun with it, and I enjoyed his character, and I thought it was fun. It's kind of like a Loki. He wasn't as cool as Loki, but he was fun to see, fun to listen to, fun to watch. And this movie, they kill him off. I don't know where they go. Now, granted, I don't know Black Panther, like I said. I'm not, I don't know a lot of his thing besides a few key elements that most Marvel fans know. So I don't know about all of his villains. So I don't know about his vast, if he has a vast majority of villains. I don't know if it's short. I don't know if it's just interacting with other ones. We'll see how it goes. Marvel will always get around it. But I didn't understand killing him. You introduce him in Age of Ultron. You wait this long. You put him in. And you he has like one scene. And you basically kill him off. I, I didn't understand it. But again, there's people a lot smarter than me at Marvel that are doing this. So, we'll just see how it goes from there. Um, the guards of Wakanda, the females, were badass in this movie. I mean, they, they really stole the show. And again, it's weird that the whole movie, everybody in the movie is out acting and stealing scenes, and it seems like the movie is so great. And Black Panther... Chadwick Boseman, who I like, seems like he's a secondary character in a movie off, that's based off the name of the character he's playing. He seems like the secondary character. Like, he is the he's the least interesting character in the movie. I'm king, and then I wasn't king, and now I'm fighting to be king again after I find out what my father, who was king, did. You know, it's, it's strange. Not bad. It's just strange that the key element of the movie, the movie, the the character that the movie is based on, would be the one with the least interesting story and the one that you actually compare yourself to, the one you actually like and enjoy. It seems like that that's the he's one of the least ones that you do. To the fact that I actually liked Ulysses S. Claus' character better than Black Panther's character, better than T'Challa. It's it's not a slight against it. Again, the movie is fun, but it's not. It, it just seems like he's a secondary character to me. Now, again, visually great, and they show some things that you never seen. The part where T'Challa is actually going to become Black Panther, and you have all the five tribes of Wakanda in there, and you see them. And this part is cool because you see they give him the herb to take the the power of Black Panther away for anybody that wants the challenge for the throne. You see every tribe there, and they all say, we won't challenge today. We won't challenge today. And you're seeing these different tribes, the different looks of them, and it is awesome. And then you see, then you hear this, this, this chanting and this drumming, and you see all of a sudden coming out of a cave, you see this group of just hulking 
bearded, white painted tribesmen that actually and their king or their leader challenges for the throne. It is just that part right there was like, wow, that was stunning to me. I don't know what it was about that, but that scene just showed so much emotion and it, it was one of the best scenes to me in the movie. Awesome direction, awesome acting, great visuals. The story was kind of basic for me. You know, it didn't seem like the movie, the story was that, that, not that well thought out. It was a, it was a thought out movie and they connected stuff, but it did seem to me like the, like the story could have used a little bit more, like, like it, it had a little bit more oomph it could have had. I don't know what it was missing. Again, maybe because I'm not a Black Panther, I'm not a big Black Panther guy. Maybe it was a little, you know, easier for me to go in there and say, well, this movie's story's kind of quote unquote weak. But the the story just it didn't grab me. It's a man whose father died and him taking a throne, and then him realize and then having to deal with do we give the the technology we have to the world and him wanting to keep the tech you know keep the tradition of Wakanda alive and basically protect Wakanda. And there's one there's one thing in it. This, this movie has a lot of political aspects to it and and i didn't i don't really like that when it comes to a movie but there is this thing kind of takes it from both angles there's one phrase in this movie that when i heard it i was like oh lord the internet is about to explode over this one they were trying to say that they need to give out the vibranium and the technology wakanda has to help the world you know and allow immigrants in and all that and one person talks to to black panther t'challa and he says he says, if you allow immigrants in, if you allow free roam of immigrants, you also have to deal with their problems that come with them. And when they said that, I was like, oh, Lord, the Internet is about to blow up on this because of that. Because that's basically saying that if you allow immigrants in, you have to deal with all their issues, too, and they bring problems with them. And the way it was portrayed, maybe it was just me being a little oversensitive myself, but I heard that. And I was like, oh, Lord, this is going to be a problem. But then it goes into Killmonger. Spoiler alert, when I said he's doing it for the, trying to do it for the right reasons, he's wanting to be king to try to give the black people of the world the power uh, from Wakanda to actually, to arm themselves, to, to give them power over when they feel like they haven't had it forever. Although he's trying to say that we can take over the world and Wakanda, you know, we can all, Wakanda can run everything. That's where it becomes the issue of him being the the bad guy again but again great acting all of this this the story like i said story is a little underwhelming but visually great acting incredible the story the, the movie's a, a, a you a must see i mean you, you you need to go see this movie if you're a marvel fan you are going to really enjoy this movie S- simply from what i've said here you know, Marvel doesn't do bad movies. Marvel has yet to do a movie that did not blow me away and I did not like. There are some you like more than others. Some are less uh, rewatchable than others. But still, I've seen this movie twice now and I've enjoyed it both times. And I'll probably see it again. So it's getting the Nerdpool seal of approval. Uh, it's not the best Marvel movie. I know a lot of people are going to be upset that I said that because 
it seems like because this is again an, a a a black character driven cast a lot of people are saying that this is the best marvel movie because of that and and i don't i'm not faulting you for it when you've waited this long to see something portrayed that that speaks to you that is fine i'm all for it because that's what movies like this are supposed to do when you're a fan of something and you finally get to see it it's supposed to touch you and make you think that this is the best thing ever i think deadpool i thought deadpool one was the best thing i've ever seen it's top five of my favorite movies and from a movie standpoint, it's probably not, it's not, you know, that great of a movie. It's not Assassin's Kane. It's not Gone with the Wind. It's not Godfather. It's nothing like that. But for me, it's one of my favorite movies because of that. So I get where you're coming from. You have your right, your opinion. That's fine. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just saying that from my point of view, Black Panther is not the best Marvel movie. It's, I don't even know if it's top five. I'll, I'll be honest. I can catch hate for that if I have to, but it, I don't know if it's top five, but it, it's it's a great movie. And again, the visuals, the the landscape of Wakanda is incredible to see. Ryan Coogler is a great director, and I cannot wait to see more of what he's done. He did a great job on Creed. He did a great job on this. And I believe that he has a bright future ahead of him in doing these movies. So my hat's off to him. My hat's off to Marvel. I'd love to see where this goes. I can't wait to see what they do with Black Panther. We have Avengers Infinity Wars coming up, who just got moved up to it April 27th, a full week or two weeks before they were actually scheduled to come out. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait for that. We have Deadpool coming up. We have on. So there's a lot of movies coming out for the, the nerd and geek fan in your life. So let's just be happy about this time right now. I'm not bashing this. Black Panther movie, I'm not putting it down. I'm saying it wasn't my the best Marvel movie to me. Still a great one. It's still better than the first Thor to me. And they do a lot of... I think one reason that, that Wakanda looks so good to me, and I keep going back to it, is because we've seen stuff like this before. You know, we've seen... We've went to outer space, and we've seen space. We've went to Asgard, and we've seen Asgard. You know, we've seen these places wakanda seems to be the place that would be real like like you see the landscape of it you know that it could be there and i think that's one thing that speaks to people and it's it was again just gorgeous so go see black panther go support black panther go help it make even more of the money because it's it really is it really does deserve it and Everybody who is involved in it did an amazing job with it. So my hat's off to them, and I'm giving them two huge, huge thumbs up. So that's going to be it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening again. Follow me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. That's where you can you know, basically tell me that I suck or tell me that I'm awesome. Either way. Uh, follow me on Instagram at NerdPoolPod. Follow me on Twitch, NerdPoolGaming. Thank you to everybody again. I say it all the time because I really mean it. I'm sorry this episode took so long. Three times to record it. And if you could hear the the two episodes before this, it's all different. But I don't know what happened with this episode. It's like people were, something was trying to get me to not be able to release this episode. But I pulled through and I persevered. All for you for the chimichangas and the tacos out there. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for supporting. Go like, share, subscribe, SoundCloud, Stitcher, 
Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever you want to call it, Google Play Music, I'm on all your formats. Go like it, go share it, subscribe to it, leave me a comment, leave me a review, let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like, help me help you make this the best we can make it to be, so I can bring you all the quality audio that you love, and we can talk about all the things that we love. Catch me next week, when I'm going to be more than likely talking about the WWE Hall of Fame class that's coming up this year. That's right, we're going to be wiping that smark off our face once again as I tackle that for next week's episode. Thank you all again, and until next time, that's Nerdpool. See ya!